Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Wednesday, September 6th, 2023 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover Banana Republic's expansion into the home decor market, the challenges and preferences of homeowners regarding home renovation projects, Bassett Furniture's expected net loss in Q3, and the decline in net sales and increased losses for cons and big lots in the furniture sales industry. A Banana Republic, the renowned apparel brand, is expanding its horizons in the home decor market. After venturing into select soft home categories earlier this year, Banana Republic is now entering the whole home business. The new BR Home Collection offers a comprehensive range of bedroom, living room, and dining room furniture, as well as lighting and home decor items. With a dedicated website at brhome.com, the collection will also be available in select U.S. stores by the end of September. Pop-up experiences in New York City and Los Angeles will give customers a chance to explore the collection in person. The BR Home Collection focuses on three key aesthetics that can seamlessly coexist. Textured Modern combines classic and contemporary looks with clean lines, mixed materials, and minimalist aesthetics. Classic Chic combines traditional forms with modern finishes for a stylish twist. Explore is inspired by global influences and showcases artisanal craftsmanship and natural elements. Banana Republic President and CEO Sandra Stangl explains that their brand is all about self-expression and discovery, offering customers a new way to outfit themselves and their homes. The collection offers a range of prices to cater to different budgets. For example, prices range from $150 for vases to $4,950 for sofas. Highlights from the collection include the Stinson Sofa, Marquis and Savannah Dining Collections, Atlas Moroccan Rugs, Phoenix Furniture Pieces, and Nova Lighting. Aaron Rose, Chief Commerce and Experience Officer for Banana Republic, emphasizes the brand's commitment to craftsmanship. Whether it's through traditional global handicrafts or collaborating with small companies in the maker culture, Banana Republic values the artistry and quality of their products. With the launch of the BR Home Collection, Banana Republic is ready to bring its signature style and attention to detail into customers' homes, offering them a curated selection of furniture and decor options for modern living. Did you know that one in seven homeowners has decided to put their home renovation project on hold? According to a study carried out by House, a leading platform for home remodeling and design, about 15% of homeowners have postponed their projects. This study, conducted in August 2023, surveyed over 2,500 homeowners and discovered that budget constraints, inflation, and a lack of project urgency are the main reasons for the delays. Almost half of the respondents cited budget constraints, followed by inflation and a lack of urgency. So it's not that they don't want to renovate, but rather they're facing some financial challenges. Surprisingly, despite these obstacles, nearly a third of respondents managed to complete their renovation projects last year. And more than half of the homeowners are either in the process of a renovation or planning to start one by the end of this year, so the desire to make improvements is definitely there. Interestingly, the study also found that many homeowners prefer renovating their current homes over buying a new one that meets their needs. About 63% of respondents would rather stay put and renovate. The main reasons are financial renovating is more affordable and provides a better return on investment. Plus, some homeowners already have a lower mortgage rate than what's currently available. 
Despite the challenges posed by a volatile national economy, the demand for home renovations remains strong. People are choosing to stay in their aging homes and are relying on industry professionals for assistance with necessary repairs and discretionary projects that improve their quality of life. When it comes to remodeling projects this year, bathrooms and kitchens are at the top of the list. More than two-thirds of respondents are planning these projects. And guess what? The majority of them are going to hire professionals to tackle these substantial projects. General contractors, electricians, and painters are among the top professionals they plan to bring in. Now, taking on such projects can be quite a challenge. The study revealed that the top hurdles for those who completed their projects included finding the right professionals, sourcing products and materials, and staying on budget. Other challenges mentioned were trouble visualizing the project beforehand, staying on schedule, and having good communication about the project progress. But there's good news. House Pro Software is here to help professionals deliver better customer experiences by providing visual tools, schedules, and transparent communications to address these challenges. So even though there are some obstacles to overcome, the renovation industry is still going strong. People are eager to improve their homes and are seeking professional help to achieve their goals. So, some news about Bassett Furniture. They recently released some preliminary numbers for their third quarter, which ended on August 26th. It looks like the company's consolidated net sales for the period are estimated to be around $87 million. That's actually 26% lower compared to the same period last year. And because of that, Bassett expects to see some losses in its operating income and net income for the quarter. But despite the expected net loss, Bassett has some positive news to share. They anticipate reporting positive operating cash flow with a cash and short-term investment balance of over $65 million. That's definitely something to feel good about. In fact, the board of directors even decided to increase the company's regular quarterly dividend by 12.5% during the quarter. It seems like they're trying to balance things out amidst the challenges they're facing. Bassett mentioned a few events that contributed to the operating loss for the quarter. They closed down one store and a clearance center during this time, which naturally resulted in lower margin clearance sales. Additionally, they continued discounting their club-level inventory. But there's some positive news on the storefront as well. Bassett temporarily closed its store in Austin, Texas for an extensive remodeling, but they plan to reopen it later this month. And construction on their new store in Tampa, Florida is going according to schedule with a planned opening date in mid-October. By the end of the year, Bassett hopes to have a total of 90 Bassett home furnishing stores. Out of those, 58 would be company-owned and operated. And there's even more expansion in the works with plans to open a new store in Houston in early 2024. So despite some challenges, Bassett seems to be keeping things afloat and continuing to grow. While the Labor Day promotion sales didn't reach pandemic-era levels, Bassett did note that overall written volumes were actually better than the results back in 2019, even though they had 12 fewer company-owned stores. Let's take a closer look at the most recent quarterly performance of cons and big lots and how their furniture sales have fared in these challenging times. Starting with cons, their total net sales for the second fiscal quarter were $245.8 million, down 12% from the same period last year. Same-store sales declined 15.4%, but the company noted that this was the third consecutive quarter of sequential improvement. 
For the first half of the year, their sales totaled 470.4 million, a 14.8% decrease from the previous fiscal year. Cons reported a net loss of 33.5 million in the second quarter compared to a net income of 2.1 million in the same period last year. For the first half of the year, they incurred a loss of 68.9 million, or $2.85 per share, compared to a net income of 8.4 million last year. Moving on to Big Lots, they reported net sales of $1.13 billion during the second quarter, down 15.4% from the previous year. Same-store sales declined 14.6% within their guidance. Their net loss for the quarter was $249.8 million, compared to a net loss of $84.2 million in the same period last year. For the first half of the year, net sales were $2.3 billion, a 16.8% decrease from the previous year, and their net loss was $455.9 million. Now let's focus on furniture sales, which is a crucial segment for both retailers. For cons, furniture sales represented about 81.3 million in sales during the quarter, accounting for 33.1% of their total sales compared to 30.9% last year. Home appliance sales, the largest category for cons, fell to 36.8% of sales from 43.2% last year. In terms of same-store sales, furniture net sales at cons decreased by 10.2%, which was lower than the drop in home appliances, 27.2%, and consumer electronics, 17.7%. For big lots, they reported an 18% decrease in furniture sales for the quarter, but furniture remained their largest category at 23% of overall sales. The next largest segment was seasonal products at 22% of sales, which saw a 26% decrease in same-store sales. While both retailers have experienced challenges, it's worth noting that furniture sales continue to be a significant part of their business. It will be interesting to monitor how these categories perform throughout the rest of the year. One factor affecting retailers nationwide is high inventory levels. Big Lots, for example, mentioned that they have reduced inventory by 15.2% compared to the same period last year. They expect modest improvements in comparable sales in the coming quarters. Cons, on the other hand, highlighted growth in their e-commerce segment and an increase in credit applications, which drive sales for customers with financial constraints. Their e-commerce sales rose by 41.5% during the latest quarter, reaching a record of 27.2 million. Credit applications also increased by 30.6% compared to last year, resulting in the first positive sales financed through Khan's in-house credit offering in six quarters. Both big lots and cons recognize the challenges they face but see opportunities for improvement. A Big Lots president and CEO, Bruce Thorne, acknowledged the challenging environment but expressed satisfaction with their quarterly results, which were in line with their guidance. He emphasized the actions taken across their business and their ability to adjust their strategies. Khan's interim president and CEO, Norman Miller, mentioned that their strategic initiatives are paying off, leading to improving sales trends in their in-house and lease-to-own offerings, as well as record quarterly e-commerce revenue. They have also made enhancements to their marketing strategies and credit application process, resulting in a 30.6% increase in applications. Both retailers are focused on their value propositions, serving their core consumers, and controlling credit risk as they navigate through the current economic challenges.
Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.